But I know we want to get moving because Steph still hasn't eaten dinner, so we want to. Oh, sorry. It's oh, okay. Right. I've been drinking this wine, and it feels <laughs> like it's dinner now. So <laughs> I have five almonds next to me. <laughs> you put your rations out for the show. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, no, no worries. She's she's just having some alcohol on a, on an empty stomach. It's you know no problem. I mean, it's what you do when it's you great. podcast. I think it comes with yeah. territory. I had a hard day of teaching one class. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, now hopefully we'll be the ones teaching you something. Yeah. <laughs> or at yeah. the very least, we'll drill you with a bunch of questions that you don't care or want to answer. <laughs> no, that'd be great. I th- I'm hoping that you convince me that I liked the movie. <laughs> 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 we will do our damnedest, that's for sure. Hello and welcome to another episode of Bry Guide Super Friends. I'm your host, Brian Labick. Joining me this episode, we do not have Mike Romano, but we do have Mike Bradley. Hey guys, big news, 150th episode coming up. We do have Bry Guy and his Super Friends Challenge Jeopardy coming for this episode. So, fellow hosts, fellow guests, whatever the hell we're called, show up for it, take the challenge, try and win. We revealed last week, pre-show, one of the categories. I don't think it actually made it into the show, so I will reveal that one and another category tonight to whet your appetite. Last week, I told Brian and Andy about our first category called Potent Pottery. This, the second category I will reveal tonight is called Cruisin'. That's it? Oh, that, that sounds cruising? sexy. <laughs> See, he is picking the very general sense of a category, so we still have no idea what the hell to research for this crap. I will tell you, those are both very specific categories. Okay. <laughs> when you hear what the category specifically <laughs> is, you will understand. But before that, I'm sorry, I cannot help you. That's fair. Uh, back again, Josh Zorch. Uh, hi. <laughs> and the award for best unprepared intro goes to... <laughs> And finally, I've been waiting years to say this, but it's Doc Brown herself, Stephanie Brown. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know we were supposed to prepare intros either, so I will also just say hello. <laughs> Normally they don't, so Mike got caught off guard. Oh, and I'm wearing my Doc Brown sweatshirt just for Oh, nice! Days. See, I didn't even realize that. <laughs> so you came prepared. You're totally in this. Yeah. For the podcasting audience who can definitely <laughs> see my sweatshirt. Uh, all right, so this episode... Uh, I don't know where that accent came from. Uh, basically stemmed from <laughs> Steph and I talking about how we needed to find an excuse to get her back on the show. Steph, this is what, your third time, I think, on the show? Yes. I don't remember. Oh, yeah, it was X-Files. X-Files, then... that was the first one. Okay, yeah, yeah. And then Ghostbusters. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, that was an oldie but a goodie. Uh, so after we went back and forth for a little bit, uh, she suggested that she was finally going to give into some peer pressure and subject herself to the Lord of the Rings trilogy. For the first time. And I was like, hey, you know what? That's great. That fits the category that we've done only twice and never really revisited. So this will give us a chance to <laughs> come back to the Never Seen That segment, which I'm pretty sure we still don't have a theme song for. So that might be something we need to do at some point. Josh, uh, I'm a theme song right. guy. Get on I'm, it. I'm on it. Yeah. Yeah. Check. Got it. All right. 
so for anyone unfamiliar for what we do for this, this is basically an excuse, excuse for us to get someone to watch something part of, part of pop culture that they haven't seen for some reason, and then we can see what they finally think after they're coming around to it. So, Steph, hopefully you enjoy being the center of attention because most of these questions are going to be all directed at you. I'm so nervous. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so ideally, when we've done two of these in the past, we record before we watch said thing, and we'll talk about where people are at before that, and then we'll watch the movie and then regroup after and talk about it. Now, since we're okay. doing this remotely, we don't have the option to – well, I guess we could have, but it takes more time to record and then let her watch the movie and then record again. So we're just recording after she's already seen the movie. So, Steph has officially watched The Fellowship of the Ring. I will go on record and say she actually did not watch the extended edition of this uh, movie. Sorry. I watched it on Netflix. Yeah, we were talking about... <laughs> alright, alright. That was gonna be one of my questions. was like, yeah, how did you... Like, what what copy was it? Like, where did you get it from? Et cetera, et cetera. Because I think I suggested, like, hey, you should probably watch the extended version. And then she was texting me, like, oh, I found it on Netflix. This is great. And then I was like, wait, is it the extended? And she's like, I don't know. How long is the extended? This is three hours. And I was like, wait, I think the other one's longer. <laughs> I was like, this must be the extended version. It's almost three hours long. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think you had any idea what you were getting into when you signed up for this. No, I don't think I realized it was such a long movie. How long is the extended edition? Right around I, four. Yeah, I think it's no, three, no, not, not a fellowship. Uh, I thought when everything was all added up that it, it, when we did the uh, marathon that day, it was a little over 12 hours. Like Steph, I texted you the, the, three. the minutes. I know I texted it's almost, you the minutes. It's, it was uh, like, I want to say, I want to say Fellowship Extended is slightly over three because I'm fair. Like, I'd bet a lot that Two Towers is three and a half. I thought the it's, whole it, thing it, was 12. It steps up from, like, each, each of the, per, each of the, chapters in as it goes on get longer and longer so it's it's close to 12 i know return of the king is like four hours it's four hours and 10 minutes but it's 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 a good four hours and 10 minutes <laughs> you might have to well, but no, this is that the, argument this this is actually good because because there's questions that i could derive from a version that might not have as much supplemental information uh you know, as a, as another version, and, and there's things that we can you know sort of kick off from that point. So that, that yeah, that, it'd be interesting what's in the extended one that's not in the regular one, right? Yeah, extended fellowship is 226 minutes. What's the math? What's that? So that's <laughs> three hours and 46 minutes. Yeah, really? So it's like an hour Jesus longer. Christ. Yes. Wow. Wow. <laughs> So you might have missed out on a lot of movies so far already. Oh, interesting. Okay. Where, if I was like, because I don't want to like have to buy the DVD. Is it on iTunes? Like, is the extended version like on iTunes I'm sure you can find it those places. I never actually looked. Because I, I mean, I have the Blu-rays of the extended, so I never actually have to go look to see where they are available to watch at. Yeah. Well, for the next one, I'll, if we do the next one, I'll look and see if I can find the regular one, the extended one. That's fair. All right. So before we actually dive into the movie, Steph, I just want to start with like a baseline. Like where... What did you know about Lord of the Rings prior to watching the movie? Was there anything from pop right. culture that you were able to grab? I mean, so much, because people talk about Lord of the Rings <laughs> all the time. I mean, I watch Big Bang Theory. They talk about Lord of the Rings. There you go. Yep. On the show, so it was like just snippet. I mean, like people reference that film all the time and the books all the time. So it's like I knew about Gollum. I knew the line of like one ring to rule them all. I knew who was in the movie. Um, I knew that there was like 
a lot of cliffs, which was true. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think I feel it probably had a sense of what happened in the first movie, but I have no idea what happens in the rest of the okay, movie. Okay. And I knew like the character names. When I was watching it, I texted Brian and I was like, oh, hey, that's meme is from this movie that like one does not simply walk into. Yeah. <laughs> the Sean Bean meme. I was like, yeah. I know Sean Bean, that's his name. Yes. <laughs> the other one's Viggo Mortensen, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Cool, I got him. Um, so I knew that stuff. Yeah, I mean, I knew I like won a lot of awards. I played the theme. We played the theme in mar- in band that- in high school. <laughs> I should have had so that message ready. Really but well. she was like, she was like live tweeting me, like Josh, like you like to do when you listen to the yeah, podcast. Yeah. She was texting me as she was watching it because I was like, well, I can't be there to, with you to watch it with you, which is normally what I like to do because it's if you're in the room with someone watching the movie and they give some sort of visible reaction to something, you, I sort of make a mental note like oh okay i could ask them about that later which i couldn't do because we weren't watching it together so i figured if she was texting me that at least i'd have an idea of stuff that stuck out to her as she's watching and that was the mm-hmm. one thing was like oh we played this theme song in band <laughs> so i was did, like yep yep sure i bet you did yep that works did That's you familiar. remember in advance that you had played it in band or you haven't thought about it in a long time or, no, or i hadn't thought about it or at the yeah, time did you not it, know I was what like, it was oh my god I knew, I knew at the time we were playing the Lord of the Rings theme, oh, okay. but like I had just forgotten about it. And I was like, oh, hey, I remember playing this in band. We played like the Harry Potter theme in band too. <laughs> oh, so you played all the good stuff. Yeah. My band director was into movie scores, nice. I guess. It's a good thing to play. It's recognizable. It works. Yeah. So I knew that. I think that's about it. And so to be clear what, too, you hadn't read the books, right? No, no book reading no. for these. Okay. No book reading, no movie seeing. And yeah, every couple of years, people would be like, you've never seen Lord of the Rings, but you're like a pop culture scholar. Like, it's a major piece of pop culture. You should just see it, even if you don't want to see it. And I was like, I guess. It's so long, though. Uh, so yeah, I'm not like a high fantasy person. Okay, so that's the uh, hurdle. So that was my okay. hurdle, yeah. I was like, I don't know. There's like dwarves and elves and goblets. I don't want to see it. <laughs> Actually, there weren't as many goblins as I thought there were going to be. <laughs> I expected the subtitle of the movie to be <laughs> Fellowship of the Goblets. There's a, a disappointing yeah. amount of lack of goblets. Steph, have oh, you done Harry Potter, read or seen the movies? Yeah, and that's the thing. I love Harry Potter. Like, I've read all the books a million times. Okay. I've seen the movies a million times. Like, I'm a deep diver in Harry Potter. And I don't know why I like that, but I like it's not. I think it's like more, I don't know more tethered to our world maybe and that's why i like okay, it yeah, okay okay i can see that it's more of a coming of age story with like magic I'm trying to think of like other popular know. fantasy things from pop Aragon. culture that i mean it's yeah. more books than movie but yeah uh, i don't know something else that willow think... oh willow yeah. i mean i like willow. i like buffy that's kind of fantasy kind of that, yeah that had a fantasy like, sci-fi to the regu- type of thing to it yeah I think I because I was trying to like piece this out like as this weekend I was like okay what kind of fantasy do I seem to like and it does seem to be things where it's like our world but with like a little magic added to it okay whereas like things that take place in completely other realms I'm not usually a fan of like I kind of like Game of Thrones but I'm not like super into okay. it okay okay that's probably like the only real real good parallel I think that's strong out there because I think otherwise you get into like Arthurian legend. Yeah, type and of I hate stuff. That like stuff it's too. it's hard yeah. to go back to, I think something that has been uh, very widespread through modern television or movies that really was on that scale that was sort of that same like alternate 
medieval history type of feeling, but happens to have these other, you know, supernatural elements built in. There's plenty of stories and I think novels and stuff to draw from and, and folklore type stuff, if you will. But yeah, I think Game of Thrones is really maybe the only other thing that got as, as big and even the last couple of decades to make a good comparison. Yeah, and I don't like his like stuff that takes place in the time period that that looks like either. Like I'm not a huge historical fiction fan either. Even though yes, I know this Middle Earth is not real, but like <laughs> right, <laughs> things right. that like take a medieval take place in like medieval times, I also am not, like not a huge fan of. Okay, gotcha. Um, and we sort of talked before we were recording, but like, were there any other type of geek related genres that you otherwise avoid, or you pretty much? We talked a little bit about the Marvel movies and stuff like that, like. You've seen... I've seen most of the Marvel movies at this point, and I like them. I mean, I don't automatically not like superhero stuff. Okay. Uh, like, I like it. Um, I'm much more, and I much I like sci-fi much better than I like fantasy. Uh, and so, stuff I haven't seen sci-fi related is just because I there's so much television and I haven't had time to watch it. Like, I want to watch Star Trek, but I like don't have CBS All Access. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and like a lot of the X Files. Uh. So it's yeah, more like sci-fi Harry TV Potter. and not as much sci-fi movies? I'm trying to think of what sci-fi movies there are. I don't intentionally avoid mm. them. Usually if I haven't seen something, it's just because I have... I mean, the big one off the top of my head is <laughs> Star Wars. No, but I don't... I haven't really seen much of Star Wars. I've seen, like, three of the Star Wars movies, but... I think the, like, black and white, good and evil, like... I don't know, thing. <laughs> so... I don't love as much. I feel like Star Trek is more nuanced. Does that make sense? Okay, yeah, I got you. <laughs> So you'd be more into sci-fi movies along the lines of, like, Fifth Element, Blade Runner, things like yes, that? Yes, but I haven't seen those either, but I want to see them. It's not because I don't want to. It's just because I forget and I just haven't watched them. <laughs> well, if you ever need an excuse to watch them and want to talk about it. I have been very consciously thinking that I need to watch Blade Runner and Fifth Element and a lot of those movies. I just haven't. Yeah. Um, and now with, like, the demise of the video store, if something's not streaming, it's, like, hard to <laughs> I think Blade Runner's stuff. streaming now. I think it's Is on it? okay. Amazon Prime. You look it up. You talking about the new one, like the original now. or the new one? The original. The original. Okay. Okay. They have the new one. They should also have the original. I'm they, gonna write I, that down because the I original you really rarely see streaming on services, but I've seen it somewhere recently. I know. I can't remember. I have all the different ones that I use. I just can't remember which one it was actually on. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I saw 2049 somewhere as well. Either Hulu or Netflix. Yeah, I think, just, oh, I, think that for this I think that's on Hulu. <laughs> okay. No, I'm definitely going to watch that. Feel free to send us a list of all the stuff that you need to get through, and we'll slowly There's get you so down many. there. There's so many. I think I would actually like, I, I'm guessing I would really like Blade Runner if I watched it. <laughs> yeah, if we did that one, I mean, we could even, there's only two of them, so if we wanted to, we could just do, like, you could watch both of them, we'll just talk about both of them. Yeah, de- yeah. definitely watch the older one first if you want to understand oh, yeah. everything in the newer one. For sure. That's what I heard. Yeah, at this point, I I would just like an excuse to watch 2049 again, so I'm down with that. <laughs> of course, that's another three-hour-long movie, so you have to buckle up that's for that okay. one, too. If, I'm like, if I like something, I don't mind sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I think that's a good segue as any to get into what you thought of this movie. <laughs> yeah, so I didn't love it. I tried really hard to like it, though. <laughs> I went in with a good attitude. Uh, but yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't my thing. So what specifically sort of stuck out to you that took you out of it, I guess? I think my main feeling was I was just bored (laughs) the whole time. It felt like a lot of setup, which I think is because it was a book and 
books are more about description and world building and it doesn't necessarily translate maybe for a movie if you're not already into the idea of the world. Yeah. Uh, Because I was like, oh my God, it's like an hour and a half in and I feel like we've just gotten to the main (laughs) point of what they're trying to do. (laughs) That is correct. Yeah, that's fair. That's absolutely fair. I was like, okay, they're going on a journey. (laughs) (laughs) They call it a fellowship. That's great. But if they would have just put that word journey in. Well, I I would say this off the off the top. I I personally did not read any of these books of of Tolkien's whatsoever before I ever saw any of these movies for the first time. Okay. Um. After I saw, uh, Two Towers, is when I I really got hooked. Fellowships felt like homework. Uh-huh. to get to the next better part of of everything okay um that being said once you get through all of this since we just mentioned the word journey and and whatnot do not go back and watch the hobbit okay. <laughs> i think i said that about four times when we were texting back and forth just avoid that uh, like I'm glad we weren't starting with that because there's no way in hell you would probably even finish the second one in that series, let alone want to get to this, which is far superior in terms of movies. So did you like the Hobbit book, but not the movie, or do you just hate the whole Hobbit situation? Um, so I don't, Brian, Mike, you guys tell me if you did this because I, growing up, like I, I feel like there were a lot of people I know, uh, who in like middle school or high school, like the Hobbit was part of the class. Like at some point in English class that like got assigned as curriculum and that was part of school. I had the same English teachers you did. So, well, I, I, I didn't ever have it assigned. Um, you didn't No. Did you take it? So I mean, we, yeah. Pretty sure that's when they assigned it. I, well, not mine. No. Uh, don't worry, Josh. I didn't read it either in high school. But and that was the thing. I'm kind of I don't. Know, I ended up being so I I actually I read Lord of the Rings first after seeing all three movies, and ended up and then went back and read The Hobbit, and I ended up liking even though Lord of the Rings is like six times as long and as a novel, I liked it a lot more. I actually kind of found the story of The Hobbit not as engaging, mm-hmm. and I think the movie reflected that. At, at, at the base of it but then they made the mistake of turning one book into three movies yeah yeah because the hobbit's not that long is no. it no it's like average novel length yeah what and it's I... it's not even like bloated harry Potter. not bloated i would say it's not even like a really long harry potter yeah. length it's not like uh deathly hallows or um order of the phoenix like, they could have probably made it two movies without not that much fluff, but they made it three and just went off the frickin' rails. Okay. <laughs> what, I, what I will say, in my experience, is that generally, people who aren't fans of the series already enjoyed The Hobbit. And oh, people who were okay. fans already either were on the fence or didn't. So, in her case, she may actually enjoy it, just based on what I've seen out of other people. Fair enough. Um, that's not a case defending the movie, That's just, or yeah. anything like that. That's just saying, in general, I think it's a much more 
moviegoer friendly uh, mm. type of experience, at least to start. Um, it's not about the Hobbit movies or the book. The first movie versus Fellowship. I feel like the first Hobbit movie engages you quicker into what all is going on. Uh, okay, yeah. It, it, it's hook is there. Whereas yeah. I feel like in the original three, the hook is really in the two towers. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, and, and to, like, bring it back around to to well, the movie we're actually talking about. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think you're not alone in thinking that, in feeling that Fellowship felt, like I said earlier, it felt like homework. And it felt like a big setup for everything else that yeah, that comes it's later. Yeah, like a prologue. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that's why I was wondering what hour they cut out of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would actually it would require me to go back and watch the normal version yeah. again because it's been so long since I actually watched the short version of it. Same. Okay. Um, to remember which parts aren't in the extended version that are left out. Okay. Um, or which parts aren't in the normal version, rather. Um. I I would say I don't think it's something that I, I if I I would get through the whole trilogy before you would ever consider going back to to maybe experience the extended edition the the in my in my opinion the extended edition especially of the first two what extra you get adds value and enhances it once you know everything once you okay. once you've seen a to z the extra that goes adds a little bit more charm to certain characters or fleshes out a a, a i don't say a subplot but fleshes out the significance or impact of uh you know a certain arc of 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 the story in 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 better ways but that like, makes sense. like to go back and do it right now no you you'd probably think like why am i watching 45 minutes more <laughs> of everything that i didn't enjoy the first time actually if it fleshes out characters though like because i in my uh <laughs> i've come up with like my theory of movie going where like <laughs> some people are characters people and some people are like plot people and some people are world building people okay. and i'm very much a characters person and so i felt like the characters were really one-dimensional so maybe if like the extra fleshes out the characters a little more i'd actually like it more than i did i, I would say it definitely does um, I think at least what I took from Fellowship's extended version, and you know, like I said, it's been a long time since the normal version, but I'm fairly certain it does a really good job of fleshing out the motivations that some characters mm -hmm. have better. Um, specifically, if I remember correctly, the Lady of the Wood. Um, Got it. Yeah. It, yeah. It gives her a lot more depth. In the extended version. Oh, see, I think that'd be interesting. Because, yeah, I felt I was like, why was she in this movie for, like, 10 minutes? <laughs> as, as big as that, uh, you know, uh, that casting yeah. was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you get more Boromir in Fellowship, or is he is his more of his backstory in other movies? I don't I remember where. I feel like that's in Return. Yeah, like, I know I there was some there, get, but I don't You get a couple extra cutscenes. Where he has like, I know there's specifically a a, a little uh, exchange that him and 
does an exchange that him and Aragorn have, they don't, they're already on the river canoeing. They've already left Lothlorien. While they're on the river, they're showing you, I guess, what you'd call a flashback to, like, the night before. Mm. And there's a little exchange between the two of them. And I feel, I feel like there's moments. That's what I'm saying. It feels like there, there's moments while they're in certain settings that get extended and and get stretched. Okay. It's not necessarily like whole massive entire sequences. Got it. Um, and that's what sort of helps with some some of the characterization. Um, but the like the the from what I remember, the books are exactly the same feeling in that. It's really hard, in my opinion, to get through Fellowship as a book. It's really difficult. And so, like, there's, like, three other subplots that they cut out of Fellowship that, like, don't even get mentioned whatsoever in the movie. Like, not, it could have been even longer. Uh, yeah. Not to mention, it, Tolkien went off on what felt like chapter-long sequences describing the family trees of different hobbits that you did not give two shits about and that he never talked about again. <laughs> and, you know, it's something that when I read Fellowship now, I skip the first hundred pages or so um, because I don't okay. need to read them again. I don't need any yeah. of it. You know, I might read the first ten pages and then skip the next ninety. Um just because those first 10 pages are pretty awesome and then it's just kind of Tolkien seems like Dickens he was just being paid by the word for a while there and then you just <laughs> cut in and you're like okay this is where we can pick up the story we don't need this before that um well I I, I got a good question so so r- rather than just you know saying how hard and difficult it was to to watch it what what did you find yourself gravitating toward if anything hmm let me think. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I think for the most part, I just wanted to know more about everybody. Like, I texted Brian. I was like, did they explain, and I just missed it, why Frodo is the only one who seems to be able to hang on to this ring without, like, becoming a shithead like everybody <laughs> else does when they're close to it? Uh, so I want, And I was like, I don't know if I just missed that or if that's explained later, but I was, like, really interested in that, and I felt like I didn't. That's a, a little bit of both things that you said. Yeah. <laughs> a, a little bit of mist, but a lot of the explained later. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't think the extended cut offers any of that. I, I feel like that's definitely more the next two movies. Yeah. They're going to get more into that for you. Yeah. Because, I mean, relationships between characters is always the thing that I am the most interested. I like relationships between characters and I like character arcs. Like, those are the two things I really like gravitate towards in films um and so it does seem like a thing where i have to watch the whole trilogy to get the character arcs and this is just the beginning of that and so it's like hard to latch on to anything but you are yet. are you not already in love with samwise <laughs> which one is that is he the sean astin rudy oh are, am i supposed to be <laughs> i think a little bit by now <laughs> yeah i think he's the ende- uh, he's supposed to be the endearing one. Oh, he is the heart of those was... movies yeah. Oh, he's the yeah. He's kind of cute. He couldn't. It felt like he was letting him drown a little bit too long. <laughs> right. That's I was a like, fair point. I gotta save him. That's... Seems like he's been underwater for quite a while. And, <laughs> and also, he somehow slips underwater, like thirteen feet of water, even though he's uh, yeah, just in the like shallows by the by, like, by the bank. He's a <laughs> hobbit. Lay on your back. 
<laughs> Aren't hobbits denser than people? <laughs> They're shorter. They're a, a lot but shorter. Like, so it's not thirteen. Like, hey, the water long. is around like my navel. To all of a sudden, like the the bank dropped off like a cliff somehow, and like oh, I went from here to I'm completely seventeen feet underwater. And it's like <laughs> that even does if you happen. Can't swim like you still float. You don't just like collapse in what? down into the water like i can't swim uh yeah that was um that was upsetting i also it, I, I was the most irritating thing to me is that there's like one two women in the whole movie i was like really there's no women who live in this whole realm except for this one elf i figured that was gonna be a hurdle yeah <laughs> um yeah that gets better i can only think of one it other does get women better. character later though it's significant though Right, right. She plays a big role, but yeah, that's it that I can think well, of. Well, this was also wrote in nineteen thirty what? Or yeah, something. I like, get that. Whatever too. year it was, I don't. I don't even know the year that it was. Were there wrote. no women in the nineteen thirties? They still existed. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> I I'm not saying anything about women not existing. I'm just saying the general climate surrounding that whole thing is uh, changed since then. Uh, yeah, and... but yeah, that's a hurdle sometimes where I'm like, oh, these dudes talking to each other, <laughs> <laughs> and it's and it's like, and the women who are in it are like white and like have all these halos around them, and they're like just there to be like, I don't know, <laughs> like where the cameras like linger on them. I mean, I'm a gender women's studies film professor, like this is what I know <laughs> when I watch a movie. So, <laughs> um, yeah, that was like it's fine. I mean, I understand why it's like that, but. It's hard for me to connect to it, I feel like, because of that. So what character Granted. stuck out to you the most? Uh, In, like, you know, like the, well, yeah, who did you like, you know? I mean, I like, I like, I like all the hobbits. Yeah, they're pretty, they're pretty fun. And I liked uh, Viggo Mortensen's character. Except that I felt bad because I kept getting him and Sean Bean's character mixed up. Because they look very similar throughout the movie. Well, at one uh, point, was like a... I just want to jump in and say at one point, Steph thought Dumbledore was in this movie. <laughs> I know, I felt really stupid. I was like, oh yeah, that is Ian, like, that's Ian McKellen. What, uh, I forgot. <laughs> okay, so the actor, like, you did not think that was supposed to be Dumbledore. No. Oh, oh. oh my god, there's a crossover? <laughs> Dumbledore's supposed to be? I mean, he's a wizard and he looks just like Dumbledore. Yeah. She so was fun, like, I noticed fun. Dumbledore and I noticed Agent Smith. I was like, you're half right. Agent Smith, yes. <laughs> <laughs> then I was like, oh no, that's Ian McKellen. I forgot that that was who that was. So, fun fact, after Richard Harris passed away, after the... Uh, second Harry Potter movie, they actually did approach Ian McKellen to possibly take that over. I don't think I knew that. Maybe I'm that's actually I'm really glad that didn't happen. Um, yeah, I mean that's a lot for him to do because he ended up doing this trilogy. He came back and was in in at least one. I, I've I only watched the Hobbit movies once because I couldn't stand them. <laughs> so I I know he shows up at least in no he's in all three isn't he he's, yeah he's he in all of some, them yeah so he's in all three of those he had at that point like he was basically doing x-men and lord of the rings at the same time yeah. for several years lot. yeah um so i can understand why he like he wouldn't want to jump into yet another franchise that at that point would have had a five to six movie commitment <laughs> yeah. yeah don't but, forget yeah, his uh, epic turn in da vinci code right yeah yeah <laughs> I haven't seen those movies either, but I read the first spoiler. Book. <laughs> what spoiler? He's in them. <laughs> he said turn. I thought that gave something I, away. I, I think I you gave it away like a lot more than I did. 
on it or whatever. Right. Yeah, that's fair. I didn't no spoiler on me then. <laughs> it's like it's a, it's a it's an acting jargon. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, that's that's forgivable. Well, be, uh, I felt stupid. So. Oh, and then I was like, oh hey, doesn't doesn't uh, oh my god, now I forget his name. What's his face? Play Bilbo Baggins. I was so confused Martin for Freeman. a second. Martin Freeman. Yeah, I was like, wait, I thought oh. Martin Freeman was Bilbo Baggins, but that was in a different movie. <laughs> in in the Hobbit movies, as the younger one. For half one, a second, yeah. I thought yeah. they had aged him up, and I was like, oh no, this is a different. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was... he's probably still in the office at that point. I wonder if they'll ever do that in a movie. So, because so far they've done. You know, so, so take whatever My- Michael Douglas and and some others. They have de-aged mm. people to show them at chronological or historical points in the past when they're supposed to be playing a younger version of themselves chronologically. But have they ever aged an actor in advance? Oh, so yes. that they then play a younger version of themselves in a oh, later like- version. So, like, if, if Martin Freeman had been cast in the late 90s yes. to play Bilbo Baggins in these, only to then play the younger version of that same character <laughs> 10 years after they age him up to play the older version. I can't speak to what they filmed first, but chronologically in the movie, in a league of their own, you see Gina Davis as an older woman before the younger woman. Yeah, I think it's happened within movies, but not... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And is, I, that, is that really Gina Davis? Yes. Yeah. Playing the older version of her own character? Yeah. It wasn't yeah. Lori really? Petty, but it was Gina Davis. That I did not know. All right. So that we're, we're almost there. <laughs> and the, hell, they brought Peter Cushing back to life for Rogue One. Yeah. <laughs> so. See, my initial reaction was they, they aged up uh, Haley Atwell for Peggy Carter in Winter Soldier. Oh yeah, and uh, and the beginning of Ant Man. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But was that fair. before the TV show? That would have been around the same. I mean, well, she definitely. Yeah, but she had already Carol. played Peggy Carter in the first. Right. That's cap, true. So yeah. Okay. So that's still. The yeah, that was like a lot of foresight. <laughs> like we're not just gonna cast an older person. We want you later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So eight years from now, you'll play a role. But we want you to play the role at your current age, but like 30 years older than you are now. <laughs> Let's figure that out. My favorite is when people who were famous when they were young are in movies and they have other actors play their younger versions of themselves. And we're like, we know that's not what they look like. Because <laughs> we know what they look like when they were younger. <laughs> oh. I'm only thinking of that because I just saw a simple favor and they had Blake Lively when she was like a teenage, like a person playing Blake Lively's character as a teenager. And I was like, oh, we know what right. Blake Lively looks like when she was a gossip girl. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, good for her. Exactly what she looks like now. Yeah, exactly what she looks like now. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. They probably didn't need to cast anybody different. They could have just like put her, like do her hair a certain way, put her in a certain type of yeah. clothes. She could have played her teenage self. Yeah. Still. Yeah. I feel uh, like they have done that with actors before. Had them play their yeah. younger selves. Depends on the movie. Without a whole lot of, you know, yeah. change. <laughs> so where are we at with the characters? We... Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to bring us back around here. We've gotten onto a simple favor. Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, so what was, the, what was the first time you can remember thinking 
they should do something soon to make me care about what's happening. Ugh. The first time? Yeah. Um. <laughs> Sounds like it happened several times. <laughs> I think the problem is that it's like, and it's not even, it's not probably not fair because this movie, I'm seeing this movie eight, 17 years after it came out. So like, it's in the ether. Like, it's hard to go back and see a movie freshly when it's been out for so long. Right. I just felt like, okay, there's like evil. They're on a journey. I've seen this story before a million times. <laughs> Whether that's fair or not. Uh, so I think I was like looking for them to say something new about that kind of a thing. Uh, and it, that, again, that's not fair because this book came out in the 30s. Like It was before probably all the things I've seen where that kind of a story happens. Uh, but that, I think, was my roadblock. Yeah, I guess well, if you're expecting them to do anything really outrageous that differs from the books, that's not going to happen. So, not that so you know much... how the books go, but... Yeah, so much of storytelling that we have today is drawn off of what Tolkien did back then. Yeah, exactly. There, there's so many influences it's had, so it's tough to expect that, but I get what you're saying, because you've seen so many iterations of that storytelling to go back to it now. Yeah, so it's hard to it's hard to do that. So it's like, oh, like the way they're really, when they get really close to the ring, they get like evil. Reminds me of the Horcruxes and Harry Potter and like the way that they're like going on a journey reminds me of like every movie. I don't know, like so many journey movies. <laughs> so I think it was hard to get out of the mindset of like, I've seen so much storytelling that is based on this story. I just am watching this after. I've seen all the things that have come after, like have been based on that. Yeah, it's fair. Uh, so as someone who's like not just a person who likes to watch movies, but obviously someone <laughs> who is quite professionally invested in it um, uh, and like has that critical eye, uh, w- was there anything from like a filmmaking perspective that uh, – so like let me frame the question by in, in this way by giving another example. I happen to think that uh, through the course of the Harry Potter movies – they like my thesis on it if you will is that they did an extremely terrible storytelling job many times mm-hmm. in terms of discontinuity plot holes yeah. subplots that they introduce that go nowhere that are never resolved or anything um was there anything at least through this first part of the chapter uh that you saw that you thought it wasn't obvious that they'll probably go back to that later. And if that's the case, well, then why was it in there? Was there anything that you thought like, well, that's just bad storytelling through filmmaking? Mm. Hmm. It's hard because I feel like I'd have to watch it again. Okay. To like really get a sense of what's there and what's not. And what like I wasn't paying attention. And so like it didn't like it didn't come through. Go ahead and I start. totally we'll agree wait. with you. <laughs> what was that? Go ahead and start. We'll wait. Okay, <laughs> but I totally agree with you on the Harry Potter movies. I mean, I would see the movies and I'd be like, I don't understand how anyone who hasn't read the books can follow some of the stuff that they're doing in the movies because... I actually want to do this exact experiment that we're doing with Lord of the Rings with somebody who's never read Harry Potter. Yeah. I, and and to, to have them answer, like, almost that one basic question, like, I'm sure you can follow the main story through, but from chapter to chapter... As you look for like, okay, now we're over the course of three movies and four movies. What about from what you've already seen? Does it seem like has really kind of fallen off the rails as as they continue with the main through story? 
um yeah i want to do that exact thing but that's an even bigger commitment <laughs> even, even though you got three long movies that's eight it's so. a lot yeah it's a, it, no, but I've always felt like Harry Potter movies to me are like, oh, you can see some of the stuff in the books on like rendered on screen. Like that's the only I don't know. Like that's kind of fun. But yeah, to me the movies are like I don't know why. Anyway, we just see those and not read the books because the books have so much other stuff going on. Um, but yeah, I think to me the biggest thing was not plot. Like I could follow that. It was like it was the character flesh, like the fleshing out of the characters. Like it was hard for me to understand everyone's motivations. Uh. I felt like I like missed backstory a lot of the time. Like I was like, did they really explain like why these characters are doing what they're doing? Or I just they felt very shallow to me. If that makes sense. So That's less plot it, and yeah. more nor more character. Yeah. Uh, I thought one of the I remember even seeing it in, in in the first few times, thinking something that stuck out like a sore thumb was they take like two sentences to establish the idea. All right, dwarves and elves really don't like each other. Yeah. That's it. And go. <laughs> yeah. And to me, I probably even missed that sentence. Like, I didn't totally understand the relationship between the different races, quote unquote, of people. Uh, it, yeah. And... Because it did seem like sometimes they were friends with the elves and sometimes they seemed mean and like, but they were all white. So that seems like a <laughs> signal that they were good. You know, like they were all like glowy and usually glowy means that you're a good person. <laughs> uh yeah, so, like, yeah, the relationships between things and, yeah, character backstories was the thing I was really, like, I think I feel like, I feel like I'm missing something. I'm trying to think, do they flesh that out later on, guys? Back me up. They they do in The Hobbit. Yeah, but not so much, like, to really get into it, yeah, you need, like, you need The Hobbit, but, I don't like you because I know you've read most of this stuff, too. Like, I, I think you almost need, like, the Silmarillion and all the like supplemental stories and and, they, they and everything. Don't, they don't even flesh out in these movies, even in the extended editions or anywhere that I can think of, the difference between the high elves and the wood elves. No, they definitely no. don't make any of those distinctions. I didn't even know those were both a thing. So. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. This, the, this movie is just like an elf is an elf is an elf. Some of them just happen to live in different places. Yeah, okay. Rivendell are high elves. They are elder elves. They are kind of snooty i guess is a good way to put it okay it's like a class distinction sort of yeah yeah whereas the woodland elves are warriors it would be the way i would put the woodland elves you see with legolas he's a woodland elf so he's the warrior fighter the skill yeah yeah wait brian you haven't read the books either have you i'm not did you feel like the first time you watched it like you were missing something uh, see, now I'm trying to remember because I saw them in the so theater. Long ago. So yeah, it's yeah. been a while. Um, yeah, I mean, I can I can relate to a lot of stuff you're saying. Like, I got the basic plot in this specific instance too. Yeah, I can see where like the the different classes of elves. I didn't get the first time I watched it. I've seen it enough times that I sort of inferred that from watching it multiple times. But yeah, first time through, I think that probably went over my head. I I can remember the first time I watched it. Um, getting to the end, finally, and even after all that time watching it, getting to that end and saying, wait, this is where they end this movie? I think she said that exact <laughs> thing to me in a text message. Yeah. I did. I was like, that's the end? I was like, what an anticlimactic <laughs> ending. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I understand it's like one long story, but you still don't want to end on like <laughs> a cliffhanger or something. Well, I, I also thought it was strange because you do like finally get to the big 
build up action sequence of the story like it, it, it's obviously the thing they were you know banking on pe- it, it was the thing they were banking on people talking about when they left the theater but once it's over they like decompress and like five minutes later the movie's over mm-hmm. yeah. and they just hit a stop point the the jump off point to the next one like you said it's not necessarily a cliffhanger it's not it doesn't feel organic it doesn't feel natural it's it, it the battle is over they go away Okay, so, oh, everyone is split up. They exited stage right. We exit stage left. (laughs) Almost literally two sides of the river. And that's that's it. Okay. All right. This is why you watch watch the marathon, so you have intermission at this point. Yeah. (laughs) Gearing up for movie two. Yeah. I think I need other people here (laughs) to be able to do a marathon. I don't think I can do it by myself. Not if you have like three bottles of wine with you as you're watching the movie. <laughs> oh, fall asleep. <laughs> yeah, I didn't make it through the whole thing in one sitting because I wanted to watch Saturday Night Live on Saturday, so I didn't have to watch that. <laughs> I finished it on Sunday morning. Hashtag priorities. Yeah. <laughs> and I can see, especially if that's something that you're starting on a Saturday evening at all. Like, yeah, your yeah. your only hope is to start at like 1 p.m. <laughs> if you hope get through it all like uninterrupted honestly the the, the whole trilogy's become my sick movies if i get sick and i'm laying in bed all day it's going on like that's what i'm watching for the whole day i'm just gonna watch it. i don't care how much i fall asleep or shit because i'm just gonna watch it again the next day while i'm still sick and that's what <laughs> I, <missed. laughs> I just let it roll you know just let the whole thing roll and it's just like yeah you know yeah i totally get it that's what i do with gilmore girls so <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't know. Anything else specific that we want to touch on or talk about? I didn't really prepare too many questions because I figured Josh and Mike, you guys had a lot well, of the questions. So, so going forward, do you see yourself being Team Gimli or Team Legolas? I just, <laughs> I have to know. Mm, I don't even know what that means. Which ones are they? <laughs> no, that's fine because that was I was just before you answer that. I I, I will say <laughs> that was my biggest problem getting in to these movies initially and that's why i say like two towers if two towers wasn't as good as i perceive it to be i don't know if i would have cared to finish the trilogy because my my biggest hang up was so i'm in a fantasy world that i don't know i have multiple races of beings multiple civilizations and societies within each of those beings i have words and places that I can't keep straight. Um, and that, like, that was my biggest problem with Game of Thrones. It still is. I can follow the story, but if you tell me, if you ask me where someone is from, like, to name <laughs> where they're from, the country that they represent, most of the time even their name, I don't know. <laughs> I can follow it, but I think that was the biggest problem for me watching Fellowship the first time is, like you said, like, I, I, barely remember anybody's name i don't really quite understand why it matters where they're from or what that's called um so it's it's definitely i completely understand why it would be you know maybe hard to like use this as a springboard okay wait who are those two people yeah 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 (laughs) coming back around uh boromir uh, not boromir i'm sorry legolas was uh orlando bloom the yes okay and gimli is the uh, dwarf. The dwarf. 
Wait, which ones were the dwarves? With his axe. There was only one, really. I mean, there was only one. Well, I mean, there was yeah. a few that stood that around guy in with the axe. one moment. <laughs> but other than that. Short guy with the Why can't I not remember who that is? With the beard. Wait, is he the. There's the hobbits, the elves. The big beard. John Reese Davies. Ah, the... Oh, the big beard. Okay. Oh, my God. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> See, I felt like I didn't even totally understand Orlando Bloom's character. I was like, he seems to just have appeared. <laughs> Join the group. I don't really understand his backstory. <laughs> At that point of fellowship, that's fair. I'm, try- I'm trying to think of that same way too. He- He's just a badass with a bow. They put him a lot in the Hobbit movies for a lot of times no apparent reason, but a lot of the reason why he's there is in the Hobbit. Because he's not in the Hobbit, that's why. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> but I know. I feel like I'm a terrible guest. I should have watched it twice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I if you weren't really feeling it the first time. I don't know if I'd suggest you to it <laughs> for another three hours. So that's fair. <laughs> Sorry. So, and, and I would also say the the the. Yeah, you know, the point you've made several times, Steph, about the characterization and the relationships and whatnot. Be, n- now that especially they've kind of splintered and, and segmented, each of these smaller groups, it's it's much easier to show a growth of relationship of the individual mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. among them as a smaller group. Because when you had nine of them, you know, at one point, nobody could have enough priority yeah to really tell me like uh, that that was a hard thing to get into is they don't explain well why i should care about any one of them as an individual mm-hmm. and you know you kind of get a sense of what the main mission is but all you see is this big group yeah and that okay. definitely i i i honestly do i th- for, from a filmmaking perspective and the stuff that you're saying, I think you will enjoy Two Towers legitimately a lot more. You still might not really dig the the main like fantasy aspect, and obviously not you're going not going to escape that part of it. But it's I think just a more enjoyable movie because they're able to get you to understand why everybody is important in their own right. Yeah, yeah. So I can see that. I, I think your biggest takeaway from Fellowship, if you're going forward with the series, is do you feel like Boromir did enough to redeem himself? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I feel like you can't you can't ask me any good questions because <laughs> I feel like I was like what, feel like, like watching this movie. I feel like. The whole time I was watching it, I was like, I feel like I've missed something. Like, that was how my feeling the <laughs> yes. entire movie. So I yes, feel like I, I could never that. grasp totally what was going on. And I felt a little unmoored, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I felt really bad because I was like, I should be watching this closer because I'm going to have to answer these questions. Uh, and so I feel like I would need to watch it again. Or maybe, yeah, I'll watch the whole thing and then go back and watch this one to really understand like, what's going that, on. I think that, yeah, if you feel the yeah. need to rewatch, I would finish the trilogy first and then rewatch again. Yeah. It'll definitely energize you to watch this movie again more, which you're not going to get without that, I don't think. Yeah. All right, so so I have another question then, too. Uh, Okay. When Gandalf fell in the cliff. Spoilers. She... That yeah, happened. I didn't do the I spoiler guess, warning. I saw that happen. <laughs> but was if somebody gonna listen to this podcast who haven't hasn't seen? Lord of I mean, we could throw the spoiler warning up at some point. I've already do it now. Throw it up now. <laughs> now. Now that we've said what happens, just throw it in. Um, 
you know, being ingrained in pop culture and stuff, did you know that was going to happen? Was that a genuine surprise for you when that point happened? Oh, no, I did know that was going to happen because I felt like it was very early for him to have something bad happen to him. Okay. Because he seems like a very main character to me from what I've heard about the movies. (laughs) So then I was like, is he really dead? Is he going to come back? Like... Well, that we won't answer like. for you. <laughs> yeah, but it seemed like a thing where I was like, I don't know. I mean, it seems like it's not really good. <laughs> okay, yeah, I just didn't know if this the... movie had any actual genuine surprises for you while you were watching it. Uh, that one guy died. That was surprising. Sean Bean, who dies in everything? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, said. yes. Okay, yes, I was surprised that he died. That was, I was sad for that. I'm sad about that. All right, so we got some general emotion, general <laughs> the, emotion from you for this one, yeah. He's the he's the meme guy. I didn't expect he he became the most well known to someone who doesn't know anything about these. How could he be the one that dies? He is the guy who is really cool that always dies earlier than you expect yeah. in everything that he's ever in. And if he doesn't die earlier than you expect, he'll probably die at the end anyway. <laughs> yes. Goldeneye, I'm looking yeah, at you. Yeah, yeah see Black sad. Death and Goldeneye. <laughs> I haven't seen any of those movies. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so you definitely, definitely need a spoiler warning there for those ones. <laughs> yes, because okay. Goldeneye is only 22 oh, yeah. years ago. Uh, if you want to talk about if you want to talk about pop culture blind spots, I've seen zero uh, James Bond movies. <laughs> I had a feeling that was something you'd avoid. <laughs> oh, I've seen the first 20 minutes of uh, the first Daniel Craig one okay so you've picked That's the it. best james bond movie to watch there but whoa yeah see i i'm not a huge whoa. no i wouldn't say not that i'm not a huge fan but i i've i've seen like the first three sean connery's and and the daniel craig's and that's it um so i get this big gap in between that i still haven't got to but i actually think Skyfall if you would like is to the best that i've casino I've royale is seen. the best james bond movie fight me I will take that challenge and I will tell you live and let die shits all over it. I have seen all of the Austin Powers movies. So. Oh, you're halfway there. You're halfway Basically there. Them. Okay, so, so that's fine. So I didn't start I didn't start watching James Bond at all until just before Skyfall came out. And I did watch uh Casino Royale, his Casino Royale, and Quantum of Solace. And then Austin Powers started to make a lot more sense. Uh-huh. <laughs> <sighs> so you might, you might, you might have already found your inroad a little bit. If you, if you ever try to give those a shot, you might think, okay, so all I have to do is look for all those things that finally fill yeah. in why Austin Powers, do, you know, did what they chose to do. I feel like Mike is yeah. making a mental note of when to have a James Bond marathon to have you over, Josh, so that you can go through. No, all these no, 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 no. I was, I, no, no. I, I have the box set of all of them. I, you will, you're welcome to borrow it and watch any that you want to catch up on. We have them all. We, Sarah's had them for years. Uh, oh. We just we we <laughs> tried when we first met to start watching through them, and it just like tapered off, and then we never remember that we have them. <laughs> I, they, they, there's goes. a couple to pull out. Um, Live and Let Die is definitely one to pull out. Um, it's kind of like James Bond and the Cajun Bayou. It's pretty awesome. Um, and it, I mean, if you've watched the Connery ones already, then you're not missing a whole lot. Roger Moore was like, eh, yeah, but Live and Let Die is there. 
And just for a good laugh, watch Moonraker. It's friggin' hilarious. Does that actually take place in space? Uh, parts of it. Oh, sweet. Anything that they put in space in a franchise eventually, like Jason X. Uh, <laughs> I think I think Leprechaun 4, if I'm not mistaken, is just called <laughs> Leprechaun in Space. <laughs> they may as well have called this James Bond in Space. I'm pretty yeah, sure that's was... where the, like, the Dr. Evil moon base comes from. Poor little moon unit Zappa. That um, was the James Bond franchise's answer to Star Wars. Star Wars made a shit ton of money. They needed to make a sci-fi spin-off for it, so they put James Bond in space to capitalize on Star Wars. Gotcha. Makes sense. I have played Goldeneye the game, so it's also Sorry, one of the better the, movies. Know the plot of the movie. You're done. Basically seen the movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh I should just come to Pittsburgh and have a movie marathon with all of you. That is totally fine. <laughs> we always need an excuse. I need an excuse. For excuse. That. Yeah. Yeah. Mike has the theater room. We'll just cram in. Although, I, I, if uh, if Apollo's there, I don't I don't know how many people we could fit. <laughs> <laughs> you forget the other one now too, right? <laughs> yeah, now you have the other. You have two of them. But the, he's I don't know how big he's gonna be. He's you know, right. He's, he's a, one a... that is not done growing. So <laughs> you don't. You, so yeah, a little insight. So Mike has bears for pets. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Aww. Listen. <laughs> I wish I had bears, okay, because that would be even better security. <laughs> See, other than I that, I want to get a dog. Other than that consideration, we can uh, definitely like. So you can finish the trilogy there in uh, what, you're in what Saint Saint Louis or Saint Louis, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can finish the trilogy there, and then like do the. I guess at this point, maybe do all the theatrical versions. I don't know if it really matters whether you like do the extended versions of the other two or not but finish that and then yeah come back to pittsburgh and then we'll all reconvene in bradley's basement <laughs> for another uh, uh marathon again in the theater room wait wait, 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 <laughs> wait, wait, wait. we're gonna do the same exact marathon as last time at this point i think we should branch out we, we should branch out if, she's, <laughs> if steph has enough stuff on her list she needs to get through <laughs> i think yeah, we can true. find something else to watch or i'll come visit for like a big movie premiere and I'll go see that. Mr. Rogers. <laughs> Comes out next I'm fall. I'm excited for that movie. <laughs> did you see the other Mr. Rogers documentary? It was so yes, good. Yes, I did. I still have to see that. It is it's no, it's great. It's not even it is it it's so good, it's not it it doesn't matter if you're from Pittsburgh, it doesn't matter anything. Like it's just it better freaking win things. <laughs> I cried so much. It was the day after we had to put my dog to sleep. Oh, and I just needed like no. a catharsis of crying. <laughs> so it is it's just yeah. so damn good. Uh, and I actually got to see uh, Tom Hanks. Obviously, he's in Pittsburgh filming this biopic movie of Mr. Rogers. And um, so he's also part of like a uh, voting effort, nonprofit campaign type thing. Uh, so since he's in the city and he's part of that already on like national voter registration day, he did an event in Pittsburgh. Whoa. Uh, so we went down to the solar, uh, soldiers and sailors museum. Well, me and one of my coworkers and we just had to sit through like a couple other, like kind of local people talking about things, but he was like the keynote speaker and did like 25 minutes on that's so cool. Uh, like framing his speech around the preamble of the constitution just kind of went off from there, but like, it was, didn't even seem like he was going from notes. Like he knows the preamble by heart and 
just kind of riffed the whole thing. Like, you could tell he had, like, a framework in mind, but he yeah, just, it, it was all just, like, you know, stream of consciousness and, and just kind of went off. It was a lot of fun. That's awesome. They're also filming Mindhunter out my way. Again. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's we, right. We, we went to see Venom. And Do you live close to Washington and Jefferson? No, 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 no. We're, yeah, um, there was a I few thought... scenes they filmed where we used to live in Oakland, okay. near the Oaks Theater. We lived next door to it, and okay. we didn't actually live did there a, still um, when they did it. I did a job interview at Washington and Jefferson, and they told me that they'd shot some of Mindhunter on campus, mm-hmm. on their campus. So. Oh, oh, so that was kind of recent then. Like in the last two years, yeah, I was a uh, uh, yeah, I was second in I was second for that job. I almost got it. Uh. I could have moved to Pittsburgh and hung out with you guys. <laughs> yeah, I was really sad about that one. It's, but yeah, that was in uh, January that I was there for that. Who the hell oh, doesn't okay. so that hire... was the last time I was in Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> so who the hell doesn't want to hire a Doc Brown? Come on, it's a no brainer. <laughs> I know. I think they wanted somebody more social media than me. Mm. Anyways, whatever. I'm not still bitter about it. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just have this wine. they uh they literally uh had to postpone the sheriff's sale of century three mall because mindhunter was using some of the space to shoot there for a couple weeks nice this this past summer okay well you all need to go find jonathan groff and get me his autograph because (laughs) he is my idol and i love him You're out by Century 3, Josh. That's mission mission accepted. (laughs) I actually need to finish Mindhunter. I haven't finished the first season yet. Uh, I'm not going to mention that to him. (laughs) (laughs) This is for a fan who hasn't seen the whole show. But tell him that I loved him in Hamilton and (laughs) Glee and Spring Awakening. (laughs) You got all that? You taking notes? Yeah. She's got a... She's got a good, good his, sense of your portfolio. Broadway. Broadway work, yeah. There's just a lot of things streaming right now, and she hasn't had time for all of it. You know how it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anyway, sorry, I've, I've gotten us off track. Yeah, I feel like the uh, Lord of the Rings discussion has since ended, so I think we should wrap this up. <laughs> now I really want to come visit. See, I've drank half this bottle of wine, and now I'm like, oh my god, you guys. I love all of you. I want to come hang out. <laughs> we talk all about the hobbits. <laughs> All right, so anything, Josh, Mike, you guys have any more questions for her? <laughs> um, I would say, is there any, was there any particular character that you found yourself 100% like actively and you were cognizant of the fact that you like maybe did not give two shits about them and you would have been like completely happy if they went away? I feel like that way about Bilbo Baggins. He's like a really important character, but I was like, you seem really annoying. I don't like you at all. I want you to leave. <laughs> Um. Sweet. No. Yeah, and Orlando Bloom's character, I didn't understand why he was there. Okay. I feel like they didn't explain him very well. No, wait. Do, just to uh, clarify, do, do you meet Bilbo oh. or Frodo? Did I say no? I like Frodo. Frodo. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Bilbo. Okay. Bilbo Baggins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Because he was just obnoxious the whole time. He'd like been already fucked up by the ring, <laughs> and he was just annoying every time he was on screen. He's kind of a dick in um, fellowship. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Uh, then I was trying to remember that I like Martin Freeman, and so like to connect back to him that way. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's hard because I like didn't connect to any of the characters super well. Yeah. Uh, 
But I would say that character was the most where I was like, I know I'm supposed to care about him, but I just can't stand him every time he's on screen. <laughs> All right, so we've got the baseline for where Steph is at right now. Steph, do you are you <laughs> planning to watch the other two, or are you going to cut your losses and be done? Because I'm not going to force. No, it I feel on like you. I have. To, I feel like I have to keep going okay. at least to see if it gets better. Okay. So like, yeah, I mean, you finally, you know, gave in. You found your your gateway drug inside yeah like if you don't do it now would you ever yeah exactly. electively because and if you probably i do you think you're gonna be able to and have the motivation to go on to the, the second chapter soon because if you don't yeah. i feel like it'll wane and at the very least I, even though after a, a first viewing of a movie like this you don't retain a whole lot of detail i mean i'm sure you remember the main plot and kind of generally what happened but the longer you go without moving on to the next chapter you'll you're like you're much more prone to forget yeah everything sure. so what josh is saying is finish that bottle of wine i will start probably two towers. <laughs> not tonight i'll probably watch it next weekend i mean this is the good thing about not having any friends and just have been <laughs> like i don't have anything to do on the weekend so i'll probably watch it next weekend <laughs> you can always come back to us we're here for you yeah, yeah I, I actually have some very good friends who i've known since high school who live in St. Louis, who I have done oh. Lord of the Rings marathons with in the past. Okay. Tell them to call I me. Could, I could pass along some contact info. <laughs> See? Uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm going to try to watch it next weekend. All right, so we will try to reconvene, and we'll see if uh, your attitude has changed after watching Two Towers. Are people going to want to listen to three episodes of this of me talking about people, watching Lord of the Rings? People don't listen to this as it is, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. I just put up what I want to at this point. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'll let you know when I watch the next one. Even though I'm on this episode, I'm going to listen back to it and then comment on the episode as I Which listen is true. to it. He does that. Thinking about like things that didn't occur to me to say now. I can count on two so of my friends to, to listen hurt. to this show religiously. <laughs> And one of them is oh, on the mo- show. My mom will listen to it. She listens to everything. We got I three do. people. <laughs> we are setting records. Uh, all right. So yeah. sort of final thoughts, Steph. You're still unsure, leaning towards, didn't really care for fellowship. Yes. Okay. I feel like that's normal, though. For Yeah. First time viewer. I really, I really, really do. Going in with anything. Yeah. That makes yep. me feel better because I was like, I feel really bad. I don't like this movie. What is what am I not seeing that everybody else is like really into? I think everyone else has an idea where the story was going and what to expect later on. Okay. So for this being a good setup for what's to come, it works. But it is very bloated. The pacing's kind of slow. Yeah. Not really knowing what to expect. So yeah, I think the action and everything picks up definitely in okay. the next one. Yeah, yeah, very much. I because uh, Brian, you said and Mike, did you do the same thing? Did you you both saw Fellowship in theaters the first time it was out? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, I I did not. I didn't really care about anything. Same as Steph, like I didn't really lean toward fantasy or anything like that at all. At that t- at the age at the time that uh, that it was actually released, so uh, I think I I think I rented it on VHS. <laughs> oh, now you're showing your age. In oh frick yeah, uh, <laughs> from Blockbuster was it Blockbuster? I mean, there was a Blockbuster in Penn Hills, so it could have been. <laughs> but there was there was I mean. N- n- it's hard to believe there was ever one video rental store available, let alone <laughs> several options That's within true. your immediate town area. That's true. Uh, but there were at the time, so I don't quite remember specifically where we got it from. But yeah, it was like the August 
in between. So they they all came out in December in consecutive years. Yeah. So if I, if I remember, it was August after it came out. Okay. So it was definitely before, because I did see Two Towers that following December in theaters. Yeah, okay. And I almost didn't want to, because I'm like, you remember we saw that first one, right? <laughs> we we did watch it. And now, so for you, Josh, Two Towers was the turning point for you to bring you around to this. Literally and in, in, entirely. Uh, I, I thought it was... I thought it was that good just as like a standalone movie. Like you obviously need, yeah. you need the first chapter for what you're watching to make sense. But I, I liked it enough that I was actually really like converted overnight. Now I know not everyone's going to have that reaction, but just to, you know, kind of paint that perspective of this is how I came into all this. And by the time I did get through the second chapter, I was like, oh, okay. So all of this actually can be interesting. Great. Good to know. Okay. So hopefully yeah. we haven't overhyped the next chapter for you, Steph. Hopefully it's just, you're not going in with this high expectations now. And then oh, I'm not. I'm going in with very low expectations. Okay. That's a good way to go. Yep. <laughs> and I'll be pleasantly surprised if I like it. Yes, correct. Uh, Mike, you have anything to add? Um, just that for me, like Josh was talking about the two towers being that taking off point and it really hooked him. Um, personally... The entire scene with Isildur and Sauron in Fellowship is what hooked me uh, for okay. the rest of the movies. Because I said, I have to see what happens and if that motherfucker comes back and what happens with <laughs> that. And I have to see this giant battle scene. Um, so you, that's you were just, in from the prologue. Right. But that's just me <laughs> in general. Is like, you know, I'm a Rocky Four fan because it's like, you know, it's not the best movie, <laughs> but it's fucking Drago, man. I, you know, we got to see this battle happen. And, you you know, they, they built that up a lot in the beginning there. Mm-hmm. And that was enough for me to say, like, all right, I'm going to watch all these one way or the other. So it, that that for me was the hook for the series. You know, the movie itself, yeah, it's still wasn't as good as the others, obviously. But, yeah. Okay. Cool. And and maybe it, like, inherently... Maybe Two Towers inherently benefits from the effect that Fellowship seems to have on just about every first-time viewer who's not, <laughs> like, already in the bag for fantasy or, or read the books or anything, that I think a lot of people really, really do come out with not a glowing feeling about it and so the bar is already kind of set low and so maybe it does benefit from from going in low already but like i said i I think it's it's very very redeeming so there you go hopefully we've got you set and prepared for the next one so you have something to look forward to i feel very prepared nice so have you, the friends of yours that have been trying to get you to watch these for years, have you told them that this is what you're doing? Or are they going to be surprised when this hits the, the interwebs that, hey, Steph Brown watched a Lord of the Rings movie? Uh, well, it's mostly my ex, so he's not going to know. Fair enough, it, fair enough. Um, <laughs> he was always very mad at me that I wouldn't watch it. I was like, mm. Well, now you can do um, it just to spite him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It does feel like that. Like, I'm like, ha <laughs> fucker, you should have stayed with me another year. You could have gotten to me when I watched Lord of the Rings. <laughs> But then you can uh, no, I'll tell my... but then you can also lie and say I finally saw it and I loved it, but I'm not loving it with you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're uh-huh. not benefiting from me liking this so much. Yep, that's what I'm gonna say. 
I'm going to just send him a link to the episode and be like, ha <laughs> look at this. If you're like, why are you sending this to me? Please don't talk to me ever again. <laughs> now that we got that PSA uh, out of the yeah. way. What? Now that we got the PSA out of the way for the ex-boyfriend, so he knows. Yeah. Wait, if you do, if you do that, uh, yeah. you should send it to him in a letter through the mail. <laughs> With nothing. But just like the link written Yeah, just nothing yes. more than yes. a, a web, web address link written on a piece of paper in an envelope. Yeah, I'm definitely going to do that now. It won't be creepy. It's like a laughing face at the bottom. <laughs> it not be creepy at all. <laughs> Please do not contact me. <laughs> Uh, all right, so we'll devise more plans on how Anyways. you should send this out once we're done here. <laughs> yep. okay. uh, all right, so if you've enjoyed the show, please stop by iTunes. You can leave us a five-star rating and review. Be sure to share, subscribe, favorite the show wherever you decide to listen. You can now find us on Google Play for, uh, for all you Android listeners out there. Uh, as always, you can find us on Facebook. Search Brygon and Superfriends or go to Facebook.com slash Superfriends. You can send us questions, comments, topics, suggestions, any of that stuff there. Uh, I do have a valid email address that I don't check, bryguysuperfriends at gmail.com, or you can tweet us at, and on, tweet us at Twitter, tweet us on Twitter, <laughs> at bgsuperfriends. I don't check that either, but I'll, I'll find it eventually. <laughs> uh, on behalf of Steph, Josh, Mike, and myself, thank you for listening, and we will talk to you next time.